Welcome to another episode of Euro Down Under, a podcast about the life, career, and social truths of Australia and New Zealand's migrant community. This is a safe space where we explore our unique stories and get real on what it takes to thrive as an alien living in Australia and New Zealand. This podcast is a mix of solo introspections and one-on-one insightful conversations with thriving migrants from across these continent nations. My name is Ola Taoshe. I am Australia's luckiest migrant, and I will be your guide. So, here goes nothing. Perhaps, here goes everything. In today's episode, I'm shedding some light on an internal monologue many migrants have at some point in their careers. When I first arrived on these shores, one of my big fears was being negatively treated on the basis of my skin color, my accent, and my foreign work experience. But those fears were mostly unfounded. It took me a good deal of time to get the type of job I wanted. But my race, my color, was and has actually never been a disadvantage to me at least not in Australia. If anything, my skin color and cultural background may have worked as an advantage for me and they continue to do so. The choices I made during the early years of my career might have also turned out to be a masterstroke, even though they were mostly an unintentional masterstroke. My first professional job in Australia was with a family-owned mining company in Orange, New South Wales. I was employed as an e-learning developer, and although prior to that particular job, I had never uttered an e-learning course before, the company gave me the trust, the time, and resources to thrive in that role, and it all worked out. I wouldn't have the career I have today. I wouldn't be doing what I'm currently doing without those early days, without that big opportunity at that time. But in spite of this level of support from the company, During my two and a half years working with that particular company, I always had a question knocking in my heart. It's a question that seemed to follow me for a number of years. I appreciated the people I was working with. I enjoyed most of the projects I worked on. But every day at work, I'd look around me in my little cubicle. I'd look around me in the coffee room. I'd look around in the meeting room. I'd look around and I would notice something that was always too obvious not to notice. I was a primary minority in a sea of sameness. I would go to work, go out to lunch with my colleagues, and generally interact with them. But most of the time, I would notice how different I was to everyone else. I really did love working there. I grew and I learned a lot of things there. I learned a lot about the country, about uh, the mining industry, about technology. I think That was like my opening doorway into the tech industry was actually that particular job. My manager was incredible in every single sense of the word. He helped me integrate into into the corporate culture in Australia. And we built a strong relationship that has grown into a good friendship right now, very much beyond work. I somehow doubt that they saw externally what I kept seeing internally. I was different. I was a migrant. I was and I am black African. I'd look within and wonder inwardly, why am I the only black person here? 
am I here not for my skills, but for my skin color? Do I deserve this job? I mean, they're training me to be good at this, training me to become what I want to be, but do I deserve it? I remember one of my friends, um, he's in America, uh, he just joked one day and said, ah, you're just a diversity eye when I was talking about the work I was doing. And that actually got me thinking. I think that was the inception point where the, the thought, the question was planted in my head and it actually happens to a lot of migrants. I asked myself, am I a diversity hire? That company holds an important place in my life and the story of my career, but I'd be lying if I said it never felt awkward. For almost the entire two and a half years, it felt awkward. But it was me responding to an internal impulse, not because of the external input. It was all within as far as I'm concerned. It took a great deal of emotional and mental effort to work and thrive there. And thrive I did. But at the end of the day, it was worth it. This is part of the cost we pay. It's all psychological and emotional. Not necessarily societal, but we interpret it as being societal. A lot of people ask for more diversity in the workforce. Racial diversity, gender diversity, cultural diversity, and even um, age-specific diversity, generational change, uh, differences in, in the makeup of a company. A lot of people are asking for that. But do they understand what they're actually getting themselves into? It's necessary. I wouldn't have the career I have today if diversity wasn't a thing. In my time working across several companies, I've been part of the minority. I'm basically almost always part of the minority. I've mostly found that I'm going to be always among the very best in my role because I am good at what I do, but I've also ended up working with the very best in their roles. It doesn't matter if they're Indian, Asian, Black, Caucasian, uh, Aboriginal. It doesn't matter. I've realized that I'm always working with the best of people in every single company I've worked with. As migrants, we create so many narratives and fight so many mental battles. To me, frankly, it's unnecessary. The diversity I, uh, I've come to see as a myth. If you've been working with a group of people and have been delivering good to great quality of work, consistently, then you should already know the answer. So I'm asking you and you're asking yourself, are you a diversity hire? For me, the answer wasn't always black and white. It has always been gray. I discovered that I stumbled upon that over time. And I'm willing to bet that it's a similar case with you as well. The answer to that question of being a diversity hire is, it's a no and it's also a yes. It's somewhere in between. This is what I see. You're a diversity hire because you bring skills and experiences that no one else has, or at least very few people have. But you're not a diversity hire because of the color of your skin, because of your gender, because of your cultural background, or even your age, your religious beliefs, or whatever else you need to consider. Those are not the things that actually identify you as a diversity hire, but those are the things that lots of us actually spend our, our minds and our hearts thinking about. It's unnecessary. You're either good enough or you're not. 
And if you're not good enough, you will not be in the position in which you are. You would not have the job which you have. You would not have the career which you currently have. That is a fact. Companies do not throw money away on people. They just simply do not. Over time, I learned to believe more and more in myself. I learned to accept my strengths and my diversity, however I choose to define that, and I have defined it here. I began to use my differences as my advantages. As of today, as of a while ago, but as of today, I no longer see myself in terms of being a diversity hire. I currently work in a company right now, in a startup right now, with a number of highly intelligent, highly productive people with various backgrounds, a kaleidoscope of colors, a kaleidoscope of, of ways of thinking and of experiences, uh, white, black, Indian, Asian, it doesn't matter. We're a collective of so many different people, from the founding management to the newest entry in the company. I've seen that diversity is a thing, but only in terms of skills and experiences, not really in terms of color, not really in terms of age, not really in terms of gender. Those are all based on agendas at the end of the day. I've accepted. I'll most likely always probably be in a minority wherever I work and whatever I do, most likely. After all, I am minority in this country, but I always have to be the best at what I do. That is my goal. That is my drive. If, like me, you listening are a migrant, the question you need to keep asking yourself and remind yourself, why did you come here? Why did you leave your own nation? I believe most of us came here to be better, to contribute, and to thrive. We have no choice but to become the best at what we do. Absolutely no choice. Otherwise, why did we come here? Let us not look at the things that makes us different. Let us not label ourselves. Let us unlabel ourselves. I've grown to be better every day, every week, every year. I'm becoming the best I can be. And by doing that, I stopped seeing myself as a diversity hire. You have to remember. People see you the way you see yourself, but you have to see yourself that way first. You have to carry yourself in a particular way first and identify in a particular way first before others catch it. It's up to us to drop the thought of diversity in terms of, of the, the racial, the, um, the gender, the age, the culture, the religion. We have to drop all of that by ourselves what we believe inwardly always ends up coming up outwardly and people see and they catch that. It's up to you. By doing that, by making that internal change and acceptance, by doing that, you continue to stand out, but only for the reasons you choose to stand out. You continue to stand out and one day you will inspire the next migrant. You will be better, you will be different, you are diverse, but not in the way others will label you. Unlabel yourself, rather, and you will find that people will not label you. See you next week, where we'll talk about finding a new family in a country where you have none.